morning or good evening, depending on when you're listening, but this is Mark Shore, the principal of Prairie Home School, and this is our third episode of our school podcast. And in this episode, we're going to visit with PTO President Melissa Kendrick and Treasurer Angie Markham, and they're going to talk a little bit about what PTO is and how you can get involved. And then the second part, we're going to visit with Savannah Tracy, who's a junior here at Prairie Home High School and talk a little bit about her cross-country season and how she ended up making it to the state cross-country meet. So without any further ado, we'll get started, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Today I'm joined by uh, Angie Markham and Melissa Kendrick, who are members of the PTO. I think, Melissa, you're the... PTO president and Angie, are you treasurer? Treasurer, yes. okay. So, we're going to talk a little bit about the PTO and we'll start with just giving a brief introduction of yourself. How long have you been in Prairie Home? Um, how many children? And if you want to give names and grades, that's fine. But just give us a little introduction um, about who you are and how you got involved in PTO. Okay. Um, my name's Melissa. I've been a member of the Prairie Home community for 18 years. I have two kids, Clayton, who's in ninth grade, and Wyatt, who's in fourth grade. I've been involved in the PTO for nine years, and I got involved in the PTO because I wanted to be a part of an organization in the school that helped the students and the teachers. Okay. Um, I'm Angie, and um, I am an alumni from Prairie Home. I have um, lived here, graduated here pretty much all my life. Um, I also have two children in the school, and uh, Grayson is in second grade, and Ava is in seventh grade. Um, The reason I got involved was I wanted to know more about what the school was doing and what the PTO organization did for the students and the school, and the best way to find that out was to be a part of it. Good. So, how long have you been in PTO? So I started when Ava was in first grade, so that would be about six years. Um, I started um, going to the meetings on a regular basis and and helping with events. Um, I have been on the board for four to five years. Started as a treasurer and then the last three years I've been, uh, or I started as secretary, the last three years I've been treasurer. How long have you been on the board or in the organization? I've been in the organization for nine years. I've been on the board basically that entire time. And I started out as the treasurer and then became the president. How long ago were you president? Is this this year? Uh, No, I've been a president for three Three, three or four. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. um, So um, tell me a little bit of like what does the PTO do? What are some of their major events or how do they support the school? Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, the PTO does um, several things for the school. They keep the kids involved with the school through things like the movie night or the me and my special someone dance that we try to have every year. And we also do the kindergarten graduation um, and some other events of that nature. Um, and we also donate the proceeds of the, da- of the dance to the mustard seed program, so that kind of helps the community too. What's mustard seed? I'm not familiar. That with is that. that is the local food pantry okay. here in Prairie Hill. I should know that. Yeah. I put that stuff on the sign. There so. you go. <laughs> All right. Um, what are some of your projects that you have going on this year? Um, 
well with the limited abilities to do activities this year. Um, we've had to cancel a few of our events, but we hope to still have the dance in January and the kindergarten graduation. So those are two of our kind of projects that we're trying to work for. And then we're also um, currently working on doing some fundraising so that we can uh, raise the money for the school supplies for the start of next year's school. And I know that's something we've done in the past where you just supply the school with some supplies that kids may or may not be able to afford, that type of thing. Okay. All right. Um, what, a little bit about the organization. How many members do you have? That's kind of what... That's a good question. Yeah, because that's kind of what it, this is about, is trying to kind of drum up right. some business for you guys. Yeah, so members, I mean, everyone can be a member. Um, you know, coming to meetings, we have anywhere, well, all four of our, we have four board members, so they're at every meetings, and the meetings are anywhere from three people to five. I mean, um, it just kind of depends on who has time uh, and who wants to attend. Um, so it just kind of varies, really. Okay. Um, let's see. How can people, I guess, when do you meet and how can they get involved, that type of thing? Well, we meet the first Wednesday of every other month. So we meet the first Wednesday of September, November, January, and March. And we also have a Facebook page um, out there. Um, um, yeah, it's just the Prairie Home PTO, PTO Facebook page that we post all the movie night information, um, any events that we're doing, we, that's posted on there. Um, if there's an event that needs volunteers or things donated, that's also posted on there. We figured that's the easiest way to get out to the public uh, or a majority of the public, um, and then that way we can interact like that. What's the biggest event you have in it? Um, I would probably say that me and my special son one dance is probably the biggest. When's that? So we've got it scheduled for January 23rd. Um, and it runs from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, that seems to be getting more popular every year, and it's elementary, kindergarten through sixth grade, and they seem to really enjoy it. We try and do themes every year. Um, last year, we did a sock hop, which was pretty exciting. I think a lot of the kids had fun at that. So kindergarten through sixth grade, go to a dance. Who's their special someone? Is it a parent? It's a parent, a grandparent, whoever their guardian may be. It has to be an adult because um, they have to uh, be here with an adult, chaperoned by an adult. So we leave it to parent, grandparent, aunt, uncle, anyone that could. that's an adult. Okay. All right. Let's see what else do I have. Um, what about, are we going to... Have you guys thought much about like the carnival this year? Is that going to be probably canceled, or where? I guess that kind of depends on how the pandemic pans out. Right. Because right. <laughs> that's usually when. Um, it's usually in March. March. Yeah. That's what I and we do have it on the calendar, but like you said, it just kind of depends. We really can't say much until we get closer to time. So. Anything else that we've left out that you guys want to mention or your pitch to everybody <laughs> right. to try to get involved? Um, well, we do a lot more um, than I think a lot of people know. Like we have a PTO scholarship and that's for anyone um, 
through the entire school, kindergarten through 12th grade can apply for this. Um, so we like to push that out there um, to try and get anybody like in the high school if they're taking online classes or if they need books for anything, that's kind of geared around helping um, the family with those costs. Um, we've also purchased playground equipment for the elementary um, to use. Um, let's see what else. Oh, just a variety of things. So yeah, we would love to have more people show up, um, come to the meetings because we often ask, you know, what do you think about this? And we all talk amongst ourselves, but we like to have outside information come in as well of something that might be done better or something geared towards um, getting more parents involved or just anything, just any information, we would welcome anything. Do you guys, do they have to pay due or anything They do like not. That? Nope, no it is free. Okay. And we have it at 6.30, so we figure that's, that's enough time for our parents to get off work and then maybe get supper started or, and then just come up. And normally we try to keep it under an hour. So we don't like to take up a lot of people's times, um, but we would like to have more involvement if we could get it. Well, thank you guys for coming by. All right, thank you. Thank you. Okay, welcome back to this segment where we are doing kind of a feature story on one of our cross-country runners, Savannah Tracy, a junior. Woo! Yeah, Savannah! <laughs> and that would be her coach slash <laughs> science extraordinaire teacher, Mrs. Marie Pope. Miss Marie Pope. Yeah, Miss Pope. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate so, that. So, um, just Savannah or coach, whatever you guys want to, whoever wants to go first, just kind of give me an insight as to like at the beginning of the year in August, what was your goals and kind of your, um, I don't know, what was your goals for the, for the season? Do you want to go or do you want me to? You go first. Um, my goal was to actually have a cross country season because track season got scrapped last spring and we didn't know how COVID was going to change everything. I was ready at any point in time for them to be like, okay, sports are over and the kids to have run for a month and a half, two months, and then never get to actually race. So every time we raced, I was happy because you guys got to actually do something with all your hard work. So that was honestly my goal was just to have a full season. I didn't really care how well you guys ran. I was hoping you would run well, but. How about you, Savannah? Um, my goal was uh, I didn't actually accomplish it yet, but um, was to break 23 minutes. I wanted to get at least like 22, 30. Like that's kind of my goal run. Um, and also I did make my other goal was to go to state this year. That was the big, the big, big goal. And I was so happy that we actually got to have a state. Um, yeah. So what, what is your personal record? Uh, 23 even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 23 minutes. 23 even. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, as the season unfolded, kind of, um, I guess, what kind of accomplishments did you have along the way? What kind of road bumps did you have along the way? Um, it got colder, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> running was harder. Um, but I run better in the cold, weirdly. So, I actually PR'd at the end of the season on the coldest day 
like the coldest race we had. Um, but where was that at? Uh, Salisbury, the second time. Yeah, we go to Salisbury twice. The first time they always have a shorter race, and it's usually at the beginning of the season to get everybody like in the swing of racing again. And then we go back at the end of the season and actually have a full 5K race. Okay. But this season you stayed healthy the whole time. Yes. That was the big one. Because last season, playing two sports at once was not the best for Savannah, like physically. And she had a lot of hip issues. And so last season, we were hoping you'd make state, but hip problems kind of took over and it didn't happen. So this year, she chose to just focus on cross country and it worked. You made it to state. Nobody can see you smile. Yeah. It's okay, you guys can. <laughs> um, what about though, like, like she said, last year you did two sports. This year you only did one, but I also know that you had to balance school, cross country, and a job too. So how was that different? Oh, it's very frustrating. Um, it is a lot of hard work because um, I work nights because I have school during the day. So sleep is a little less than what I would want it to be. But I ended up getting to where to a point where it's like I get home at a good time and I go to bed. Like I talk to my boss and only work a couple days a week and I work till a certain time, a certain amount of hours and I've been able to like balance it out like a lot better than the beginning. It was and it's like some kind of crazy early time that you get up to go to run. Uh, yeah, like five. <laughs> five. But we run at six thirty. Fifteen. Six fifteen. Six fifteen we run. And so what is that training kinda like? Is it what do you do? Do you do overtraining like they run more than 5k um it depends so um sage has helped a lot sage eichenberg she's our uh, unofficial officials assistant coach um which is great because i don't run and so i can send sage out with them and he can make sure that they're not walking or he can tell me that they're hurting and they're just not telling me because he can tell what like how slow they're running or whatever kind of day they're having. And so it's really nice to have him around because I'm not gonna go run six miles with them. It just won't happen. Um, but Sage and I have a system worked out where at the beginning of the week, we just kind of get the weekend out of them. And then we'll have uh, like a pace day where we kind of go longer than they want, but definitely faster than they want. And we'll have a long day once a week and we'll have sprints every once in a while. Um, they're distance runners and so they hate sprinting. Um, but we make them do it a little bit because that's really where you get the competition. Um, and then depending on where our meet that week falls, we rest them the day before the meet and then they have the morning of the meet off. Um, and then once or twice a year, we send them on a really big loop, which is out by the co-op and down Hazeldell Road and then you come back on W, and then you hit J, and come back here, and it's like six miles. PTSD. And they love that race, or that run so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we decided to go it backwards this year for the second time, because W is awful, so we wanted to get the worst part out first. Is that uphill or something? It's very hilly, and it goes on forever. Oh, like it's you, a very it's... long, like low-grade hill that just never ends. And, but it's kind of good because they run 
pavement, they run gravel, they do hills, like it's nice to have the change in terrain. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so end of the year, you make it to state, you win, uh, what place did you get in districts? Uh, 86, 89th, something okay. like that. How many go to districts? Oh, yeah, districts. Oh, districts, districts it's top 15. Okay. And you were 10th at districts. Okay. You remember your time? It was like 24 something. It was actually quite slow for my time. Districts this year was at a new location, and the race was uh, a lot harder than anyone expected. And so, pretty much the entire race, everybody was slow this year. There was a lot of uphills and turns. So, last question. Tell me just briefly, like, how was the experience of, of your first state meet? Um, it was pretty, like, I was really nervous at the beginning of the race, like, really, really nervous, but I, I got better, like, when I started running. Um, there was quite a bit of people, and it was really loud. Um, it was a lot, of, like, way different from a regular cross-country meet, because a regular one, there's, like, a handful of people but no one's like screaming but there there was tons and tons of people screaming at the same person and like or like you know and I saw some girls fall and we weren't allowed to like help them or anything so I was like I don't know like I didn't know what to do in some of those moments and I just saw like so many people and like I don't know it was, it was interesting and different. What's your goal for next year then? Uh, definitely to go back to state, um, and then run a better time. <laughs> what was your time at state? Oh, man. Um, this is, apparently I've gone past my last question. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It was like, it was like. Uh, it was not a fast time. No, it was like 25 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was 24, 25, which is a minute or two off of her PR. Because her... You said that you, I think, finished right around 84, 85, yeah. so you made the top 100, and how often does that happen? We've never had anyone at Prairie Home break top 100. Um, Sage was 104th, and Clayton was 107th, I think. Yeah. And so Savannah's our first one to ever break top 100. And you did that with not your best score? Yeah. Yeah, so if she had run her best time, she would have been like 30th. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our goal next year then, is to finish in the top 30. Yeah. All right. That's on the record now, so <laughs> you have to make it to the top 30 next year. No pressure. No pressure. Anything else? Are we good? Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for uh, entertaining me for a little while, for You're nine so and a half minutes. <laughs> Well, that concludes our third episode of our Prairie Homeschool podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank all of my guests, Melissa and Angie and Savannah and Miss Pope. I appreciate your guys' time, and I hope everybody enjoyed hearing from each of them. Um, until next time, I guess it'll be January 2021, so we will see you next year.